the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I appreciate you joining me as always. It's hard to believe that we are like three quarters of the way through January already. Three huh? weeks into the year. Isn't it amazing, man, how time just clicks by? It'll be Christmas again before you know it. Now, I, I know, know that's like your favorite time of year, isn't it? It is. It is. It's, uh, uh, it's uh, there with my birthday. And do you decorate stuff. more than your wife or does she jump in and help? She jumps in immediately. As soon as, things, immediately. <laughs> as soon as Halloween ends, she starts putting in stuff. And I'm like, it's way too early. Stop She it. puts up Christmas stuff for as soon as Halloween's over? Yeah. <laughs> what about Thanksgiving? You haven't she got doesn't through like it yet. Thanksgiving. And I'm Why? Like, well, I don't know. I don't get it. Oh, well. I, I still You might have to take her to a counselor because, uh, <laughs> well, there may have been something traumatic that happened during Thanksgiving, Brendan. I don't know. I'm trying to th- I'm figuring it out myself. I don't know. Turkey sure. flew at her or something like that. You know, you never know. Mm. I, I, wild turkeys are mean. They are. They no, are. no, they are. I know. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. I remember I went to. Um, and it's a big bird to have mad at you. True, true. <laughs> I, I, uh, we were at. Oh, I'm trying to remember now because they were, they were advertising there was going to be bears there, but we never got to see them. But what, guess what we did get to see? Oh, no. Wild turkeys. And they were chasing people and dogs while they were walking by. They were just simply walking by. We were just. And the, they were, the wild turkeys were chasing them being meanies and all that. Oh, stuff, yeah. So. They're, they're, they're very territorial, too. Oh, yeah. yeah they, they'll go after anything, so. They're not uh, scared of you. I'm sure you've seen some of the videos here and there, like geese chasing people and stuff like that. Yeah, those just guys. Gotta, you those just got to give those things a good football kick. That's right. <laughs> That'll goosey goosey gonder. <laughs> where do you pump it? <laughs> not good stuff at all. All right, folks. This morning we appreciate you joining us here as always. Auto talk's always fun. We come up with something. Now we're talking about crazy birds for some reason, and how Brendan's wife doesn't like Thanksgiving. I don't. I don't know. Hopefully, I don't know. Does, does your wife listen to Auto Talk Radio? Uh, I'll tell her. Hey, we talked about you today. She goes in a good way or bad. Way. <laughs> uh, both. Both. <laughs> no, but she's never she's in a, a really... bad way. Such a sweet lady. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No. Did you see my uh, news by the way? Uh, a couple weeks ago on uh, Facebook or no? No, I don't oh, pay a lot. Oh, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to be a dad. Congratulations! I oh, you know what? I think I did see. Oh, that, you by did the way. see. Okay, good. Sorry. You know, now that it clicked, and I was like, news, news, news. So you know, you see so many things. But yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll no, announce it to the universe here. I'm going to be a dad, everybody. Yeah. So. Congratulations to you and the missus. Thank you, thank you. Yep, yep. First when, kid, so uh, kind of we'll, nervous. We'll, yeah, why? Uh, because I don't know what to do, and my wife keeps reminding me there's no book on parenting. I'm like, oh, I wish there was so badly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll do some things, and you'll think that was wrong. And yeah, you'll do course. some things, and you'll think like, score! I did a great job. I'm the parent of the Something year. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm worried because you know there's a lot of I don't know consequences when it comes to certain actions I'll be doing with the kid. Whether I consequences. Like, yeah, you like make it I, sound so, so what I mean is the fact that I, I, if I get a girl and she becomes a teenager, she's going to try to push me away i feel like sometimes you got and quite then, a few years till that happens exactly brother. that's what i'm being reminded constantly like you have nothing to worry about right now just worry about what's going on yeah, right the now. really the only thing you need to learn about uh in the beginning is you know uh, things like changing diapers uh, swaddling, swaddling. Cha- changing diapers <laughs> yep. uh feeding how to do formula making sure it's not too hot not too cold i would also say uh, suggest finding formula because my goodness it's completely impossible is it days. still yeah I, well i mean i'm seeing it stocked more often but you know with our egg shortage 
fridge along with you know everything what else. What happened I'm to the surprised. eggs? Chickens stop laying them. I know. I, I, I saw a funny post on Facebook saying uh, you want to take your wife on an expensive date, and then it's the aisle of the eggs down the grocery store. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. I will. Are, are we low on eggs, or, or they just rose the price of eggs? Which they, one they're low. It? So because of, because of the low quantity of chickens them, got COVID and died. No, during the winter season, chickens lay less eggs. So this on, is a so. yearly thing, or is this a no? It's something going on right now in terms of like uh, the demand, at least as far as I know of. Huh. So interesting, yeah. And uh, I read a story on KUSI that it's only a dollar eighteen for a twelve pack of eggs down in Mexico, but here in America, it's five times that price. It's insane. Being hornswoggled, I think so. <laughs> something's going on. Something's going on. Kind of like our uh, price of gasoline. Yes. Cra- crazy it, it's uh it went up 10 cents where Again? i lived yeah where i lived like in just one week i gave up cents. watching it i did notice though a few weeks ago gasoline was down uh uh below f- for for premium below f- um um five dollars yeah at, at the place i get gas it was down like 4.92 or something like that so mm-hmm. impressive Oh, I got a fun fact to talk to you about CarWise. Oh, let's go. Some good stuff. Um, <laughs> so um, I, I often, we're tri- all my facilities are AAA approved. And I, and I for like over 20 years, um, I think Escondido's 25 years, it's been AAA approved. Um, so, and obviously all the other ones since they started were AAA approved. I added to them as we went, um, which is quite a feat. You got to get AAA approved. You there's a lot go. of qualifications. There's a that. lot of qualifications you have to follow. There's no question about it. So that being said, um, they often, if there's something going on, uh, they they will reach out. Uh, something that has nothing to do with us, but I mean like a car issue or something like that. Because they So there was a AAA complaint against the, one of the AAA tow providers. And you're going to love this. This I, I was like, what? And, and sometimes things are justified, like the car gets scratched or whatever, and then AAA steps in and they mediate, take care of that, make sure that the customer gets handled, right? Right, right. So um, and, uh, they do it for auto repair, too, if you're a AAA member. And they, but if your car gets towed AAA-wise also, they have that side of the house, which we have nothing to do with. Um, but they, called, they sent me an email and they said um, – my rep did, and and I help him with this thing. He's all he's all the tow sides reaching out. They they have a question about uh um, was it a Porsche? Yeah, it was a Porsche. Okay. It was a Porsche. Uh, two thousand and nineteen Porsche. Forget what it was. Anyway, the guy ran the car out of gas, so the tow truck driver, um, they'll give you up to ten dollars worth of gas, which will get you. Off the freeway, you know, to at least to a gas, to gas station. station. Exactly, that's the whole yeah. idea, right? That's yeah. what they do, and they do it for free. It's part of your membership. So, so they give this guy three gallons of gas, and he drives off the freeway, and goes to a gas station, puts gas in the car. This guy is claiming that because they put eighty-seven octane fuel in this car, oh. the three gallons, yeah. that it caused sixteen thousand dollars worth of damage to the fuel system. Mm. You know what I said? What's that? No. No, it doesn't work that way. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Now, if you can sit... So, the octane rating has to do with the burn rate of right. the fuel in right. the combustion chamber. That will not damage your fuel system. You know what damaged this fuel system? It was running empty so many times, I'm assuming. Yeah, running a direct-ejected vehicle empty. Yeah, exactly. Right. So many times. That's exa- You're smart, man. Thank I, you. I, Thank I, you. I like having you part of the team sometimes <laughs> here. So, well, in all seriousness... No, yeah. So people, this guy's trying to put one over on, on well, really the on tow, AAA. Well, really the tow yeah. provider because AAA doesn't pay the bill when this happens. They're just partnered with that tow company. Well, they're, 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 uh, just like they're partnered with us. Yeah. So they're the intermediary, you know, and this person is a member. I said, that's a guy that drives a, uh, a vehicle that's trying to uh, not have to pay for the expensive repairs he caused himself. Yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> or something failed on the car cause. I don't, I don't know. What's wrong with the fuel system specifically? But I can tell you this: different octane gas will not damage fuels. Now, if you put uh, like def fluid in the fuel system, or you put like a uh, 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 diesel in it, could affect them. Right? Yeah, you know, as far on a gasoline vehicle and vice versa, you put gasoline in diesel. That's an issue. But 
87 octane to 91 octane that did that that's gasly it didn't affect the fuel system on do this you car. know if they'll uh, so they'll have two different kind of gas cans then uh, of these tow truck companies no no they'll just no. have the 87 there's no need to it's no no but what gallons. if, what if there's a gas station i was just gonna say what in. if a diesel truck just out, runs out of fuel on accident or something like well that, they would so bring they're... diesel for that okay good. Yeah, just, yes, i was yeah. wondering about that part yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for sure but you got big you run a diesel truck out you're towing it yeah, you because you have to bleed the air out of the system. It won't start. Right. Yeah. Okay. So don't do. People well, I'm drive, not going to do it in general. No, people but yeah. that drive diesels, most of them know don't run that truck. Besides that, direct injected vehicles now, and which a diesel is a direct injected vehicle. Yes. Um, you run them out of fuel, you cause issues with them. So it is what it is. Now, we've had this discussion too before. It's not smart at all. At all, it's not smart to actually. Uh, um, run a vehicle low on fuel either right. because today's vehicles have where is the fuel pump it's in the tank right the initial the primary fuel pumps in the tank gotcha okay what does the fuel do besides makes the car run the fuel actually keeps the pump cool right that's why they put them in the tank they're suspended in the fuel so the liquid helps cool the pump well if you're always running the fuel at the very low bottom it's not surrounding the pump so therefore the pump runs hot all the time and guess what happens more often it's gonna they fail yeah they fail pumps quit so that's why as a rule of thumb for me whenever i'm at a quarter of a tank that's when i start looking for gas that's a good time that's a good that's a good rule to have yeah so you you fill it back up so it's a good way to go um and you know what your fuel pump 99 percent of the time will last longer than somebody that that runs with uh five dollars of fuel in their car all the time right it drives me insane when people. Oh, I used to work at a gas station, and people will be like, "Oh, just twenty dollars, and that's it." I'm like, "Why?" And you, oh, I just need to get home, and that's it. I'll come back, and if I need it, I'll do it again. I'm See, not, those I, people would be smart if they if they only had a little bit of money. If they ran their fuel to to uh, three quarters of a tank and added the twenty bucks each time. I agree. I couldn't agree. And their car would love them more for it too. Yeah. So it's all good. Um, but uh, uh, the other thing that's do you, do you remember fuel wise? And this is a little off with damage to the car or whatever. But do you remember in San Diego when the whole substation dude in in, in Arizona whatever happened there and, and all San Diego lost power? Oh yes, yes. Okay, now I know what you're talking. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, well, guess what you need uh, uh, to make gas come out of the pump? Well, electricity. Gonna, electricity. Right. So so nobody could get fuel. So those people that drove to work that go with $5 a ga- gallons of gas at a time or whatever, and then went to come home, there were some vehicles left along the freeway here and there because they ran out of fuel. Right. There was no way to get fuel. So think it, of all the things that electricity does for you. Yeah. And we were just talking about this last week about how- uh, Electric cars. The electric cars and the charging stations not being readily available or if they are going to be- uh, that p- people might have to wait such a long time that the, oh, we're going to see a lot of electric vehicles possibly on the side of the road, just you know, sitting there. Well, it's going to be the same thing. Yeah, there's yep. no place to charge it. Yep. There's no way to charge it. Every charge station you, p- I saw there there was a line, and I forget where it was. It was here in California, and I think it was on a, was it on Thanksgiving weekend? I forget when it was. Some of the, I should write this stuff down. I really should. <laughs> When I take note of it, but I do remember it. Um, it was on the news. All these people with Teslas and electric vehicles, some other electric vehicles, but a lot of Teslas like traveling. And they're sitting at these charging stations waiting for the next guy to, to – and they're like – there's like 30 of them in a line. Mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. be very unhappy. I concur. So to fully charge that car, even on a fast charge, is an hour. Right. I was watching a, vid- a video where a guy was uh, saying, uh, where he was talking to another guy. He's like, uh, so uh, how long does it take to charge? Well, I just got here on empty, uh, so it's going to take me 40 minutes, and I'm at a supercharger, mind you. Mm-hmm. A supercharger, and it's already ta- it's going to take him 40 minutes to fully Correct. charge. Correct. So let's just call it an hour. So you got 30 cars in line. That's 30 hours worth of charging. Yep. You're going to be sitting there for the a guy while. In the You're back, gonna be- it, he might as well just go get a hotel and come back. Exactly. But then your car wouldn't be in line. <laughs> you can. It, it, some of these cars have autopilot. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Drive it back. <laughs> I just throw it out. To what justice. an inconvenience! It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. And and it's. Uh, I'm sticking to gasoline. Seriously, I'm going to make my own gasoline. <laughs> I, I mean, there's to. instructions kidding, to but do it. No, but yeah, I'm sure there is. You're going. It requires a lot of oil. Yeah, and a lot of equipment. It is what it is, you know, but. Just I find all of this so interesting um, when it comes to um, how this is going to work when, you know, and, and 
keep in mind, when we talk about 2035, it's not like you can't own a gas vehicle after that. It's just like the only thing being sold brand new at that point will be electric, they're stating. Now, once again, I'm thinking that's probably going to not happen. Mm-hmm. That law probably, you know, I, I, I do believe that they're going to um, phase a lot of electric vehicles into um, our lives as far as that goes. In the they're next, starting to. Well, anyways. they are, they have, and they will, which is fine. But I still, I do not see it over 33%, the 35% of people driving them those vehicles. No. They don't work for the other 65% of us as far as that goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it sure as heck doesn't work. And, and I'll tell you. We seem to get off on this electric vehicle thing all the time. No, it's okay. about, but it's I, cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and it's what's happening now. So it's what's happening in automotive news. But, but uh, uh, a friend of mine, this was years ago. So, um, and, and uh, rest his soul, John. He used to ride with us. Uh, he was one of my friends that rode. Um, they they came out of Vegas, not Vegas. Uh, um, eh, in Nevada, the town they lived in Reno. Reno. They lived in yeah. Reno, I think. And uh, so. <laughs> Uh, I had only two other up. cities, by the way. Yeah, Nevada. He, That's all I know. Yeah. I know Nevada, Carson City, yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so Anyways, Reno. Yeah. And uh, um, um, John's since passed away. But uh, uh, so this had to be five, six years ago. He, the guy, but him and his friend, I forget the other gentleman's name uh, that lived uh, there in Reno. And they both rode. We were doing a, a ride up in Washington State, up by Tillamook, where they make the cheese. Very delicious. Have, yeah, yes. you should go to the Tillamook factory. It's cool. They make ice cream too. Yeah, I, I know about the ice cream, but I we didn't know you can go into the factory. Mm-hmm. No, no, we never talked yeah, about this. Yeah, so Tillamook is uh, uh, up there, and it's uh, um, it uh, that whole town surrounds the cheese place. I mean, I think everybody works at the cheese place, unless, you, unless yeah. you work at something else like a gas station or you know. And nine times out of ten, you're working at Boeing too, probably. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they're huge there too. Yeah, Seattle, no, I'm but, yeah. but in Tillamook. I mean, it's a small little town yeah. that's like, that's, that's their thing there, right? Mm-hmm. It's cool stuff. But the point I was going to make, they decided to uh, drive his Tesla up and tow the motorcycle trailer behind it. His friends, not John. Um, so, and I knew John way better than the friend. So they put the little motorcycle trailer on and two motorcycles and they drove the Tesla, right? Mm-hmm. So when I saw him, you know, I drove up in my F-250 gas truck, but so when I ran into him up there, when we got to the hotel initial first day and we were having dinner and I said, Hey man, I said, tell me something. I said, how was the drive up in the Tesla stuff? And he saw never again, my friend, never again. <laughs> I was like, why? What happened? You know? And he's like, he's like, check it out. So that thing gets low on charge. He's all, you pull in, you got a you charging station. He says, although he's very good, he knows where all the, he mapped out where the charging stations were before we left, so we know. Yeah, to, uh, I hear Tesla cars are actually programmed to, you know, actually be able to program to let you know, okay, here's where you'll definitely need to charge. Here's yeah, another yeah, charge. Correct. Right yeah, correct. Yeah, which is good. That yeah. works out well. But here's the problem, he said. He said, you know, when we're driving our truck, like you, he says, you know, uh, you get low on fuel. He's all, you whip into the gas station, you might get yourself a a, a sandwich in, 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 in a soda or, or a water or whatever, and you fill your truck up you hop back in the truck and you eat when drive while you're driving right you're making time here you go you're there at the gas station for what 15 minutes right max tops, max tops, tops. he said that's a lot of time right and and uh he says no so uh i got to eat dinner every time we had to stop to fill this thing up mm-hmm. every 300 miles it's an hour yep he's also i ate like nine dinners <laughs> he's like it was ridiculous or whatever it was i can't remember the mileage but however many so it was probably to Washington. i I bet it was 1,200 miles. I believe it. I I, I was going to suggest maybe every long. charging station should have a Bucky's with it. <laughs> you could spend hours. Well, there. They, they there obviously was restaurants there or, no, or yeah, someplace they could eat, yeah, but yeah. he's like, we wasted an hour every time. And, and you can't and you can't leave yet. You know, no. other, uh, like, again, at the gas station, eat while you're driving. And yeah, that's what I said. Yep. But, but that's what I said. Be... He sat, he's all, we made no distance for an hour every time we had to charge that stupid yeah. thing. So, and I don't mean to was call it Was it worth stupid. it in the end? Probably not. No, he says, no, it's not worth it for that. Yeah. Now, that car is great for if you have a charging station at your house and, and you run around all day long around Reno where you work yep. or whatever and then plug it back in when you come home at night. No big deal. No inconvenience. Actually, very convenient. You never have to go to the gas station. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most amazing thing that they're good for is just your, your daily driving in your town where you live. They're not great traveling vehicles. Otherwise, yeah. 
It's just it, it, it's just a city vehicle, or you end up in a thirty man row on the way to Grandma's house because you <laughs> ran out of electricity and you were driving from San Diego to to uh, Sacramento or wherever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, not a good thing. Not a good thing. All right, folks, uh, we appreciate you joining us here at Auto Talk Radio. We're going to fir- take our first break here, real quick, and uh, we'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. What a beautiful day. Made it through all the rain last week. Yeah, that was a lot of rain that came through, didn't it? It's, it's, Your plants it's, are happy, that's for sure. I hope we're capturing a lot of this water. I hope so, you too. You know, instead of building uh, windmills and all those kind of things, mm-hmm. we should be building reservoirs. You know, right now, actually, uh, I remember last week the Garden Guys announced that we are at 130% uh, so far for our rain for this year so far. So, like, should we're be saving above. it. Yeah, we're not. Our, our, well, uh, apparently our reservoirs are going up in terms of. Oh, the water they will levels, be. So. But we, ha- if we had more reservoirs, you could save a lot of water. A lot of the water runs off to the ocean. True, true. Not a great thing, man. Mm-mm. Not a, why? Why do not we not do sensible things? Instead, we're building. Do wind you know what and- state we live in, sir? <laughs> Sensible, uh, sensible is not the first word. I get I think so of sick California. and tired of hearing like we're running out of water, man. You know, or or whatever. Um, that's because you people that are in charge didn't figure this out properly. No. So, um, yeah, no, we we spent a bunch of money on a bullet train that goes nowhere, but we can't save water. I mean, we can't hold water in extra reservoirs. Why don't we make more reservoirs? <laughs> Just seems like a sensible thing to do, doesn't it? Uh, again, you're, you're expecting too much here. <laughs> My expectations are way <laughs> off board here. All right, folks, I appreciate you joining me this morning here at Auto Talk Radio. As we're talking all things automotive, as always, uh, gonna got to run down a couple things transmission-wise. But uh, I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission. Up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified for smog, taking care of folks in North County for... Almost 30 years now. That's a long time. I've gotten old quick. Um, Actually, it's been a long run, but good stuff. And West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon. uh, uh, AAA approved for coming up on 10 years out there in East County taking care of folks. Uh, Good stuff, man. Just great stuff. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, AAA approved and smog certified right there in central San Diego. Taking care of folks uh, coming up on six years now. And uh, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall. AAA approved and star certified for smog. Taking care of folks over there for four years now in the Golden Triangle. All of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and my employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. We all believe in the same philosophy. That is, we never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle serviced or repaired and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about for sure. The West Automotive Group is proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs. Um, unapproved credit, of course, but great stuff to have. You can save your, uh, save your um, um, other credit cards, money. It's like using cash. Same, you know, There's no interest for six months. You break it up. It's a great way to go. And that way when you have an unexpected repair, you have an answer on how to get it done and not, not have it affect your finances too heavily. Uh, you can also take advantage of our diagnosis, our CertiCare diagnosis uh, for transmission concerns or uh, just diagnose for any other drivability or other concern on your vehicle. We are the experts when it comes to automotive, transmission, and everything else. Um, I'm going to tell you now, and I say, you'll hear me say this all the time, the best money ever spent um, is when you spend it on a qualified technician at a quality facility to diagnose your vehicle properly. That is truly the best money ever spent. Um, so on any repair, because it will save you thousands of dollars, um, over, uh, time, et cetera. So, um, make sure that, uh, you do so, um, get it in, let us diagnose it properly and save you some money for sure. Get your repairs done. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram by going to westautomotivegroup.com. 
and uh, check us all out and make appointments, et cetera, there. But that's westautomotivegroup.com. Or like I said, uh, we send little tips out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram all the time. Automotive related, good stuff. So just go to westautomotivegroup.com. You can also check out the Auto Man. We're on the Auto Man for the CW and the Fox 5. Or uh, Auto Talk Radio, which you're listening to now. We post all those on our uh, page there also. Um, you can also uh, check out, uh, um, download all the podcasts from Apple, Google, 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 not Google, Apple, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and tune in. All great places to get it. Uh, but, uh, yep, check us out at westautomotorgroup.com. Okay, we're back to what we were talking about. So much fun with electric cars and fun stuff and why we don't have a reservoir to save the water that we just had all run off into the ocean. Oh, well, uh, learn, you learn, the, you learn, you live. No, you don't. You don't. Uh, not in our government, mind you. Just our, us. Yeah. As, as us. You know. <laughs> I have great suggestions. They should, <clears throat> they should call me. So I don't know. They might call me if we keep talking bad about him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's all good. Hey, uh, I got a couple of cool uh, history facts for you. Automotive, for, I presume. To, yeah, for Uh-oh. automotive. Or, uh, well, last week was National Pothole Day, you said. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I remember yeah. talking about that. that. That's not historic, I guess. But, you know, if you want if you want to keep it as a historic fact, you can. At West Automotive uh, Group, we appreciate potholes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the tires, alignments, things like that need to be done Absolutely. afterwards. Uh, so, number one, uh, on this day, uh, the auto company Opel was founded Opel. Today. Opel. Oh, is, I thought it was Opel. No, it's – well, maybe in Europe it is. Oh, okay. We I, call it, I always it, heard it uh, growing we, up Opel, but you might be uh, – Opel. Right. Well, Opel. we – Okay. Yeah. There you go. Sorry. I, I don't, Unless I'm wrong, but if I am, I've been wrong for 50 years. No, no, no. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They started as a sewing machine company, but then – Oh, they did? Yeah, uh-huh. And then they eventually turned into bikes and other automobiles after that. Well, that's, so. a, that's an awesome thing to know because my good friend owns a big sewing machine sales company, so next time I see him, I'll be like – did you know that Opal made sewing machines back in the day? That's right. Yeah, they started off of that one. Uh, there was another uh, fun fact, uh, but this has nothing to do with autos. There was a uh, company that made windmills, and th- somehow they transitioned into gu- uh, becoming a gun manufacturer <laughs> instead. After that, I was like, "What? How did you get from windmills to?" Gun- you mean okay. old school windmills? Correct. Which yeah. didn't they windmills back then were made to pump water, weren't they? Correct. Yeah. So well, the, the, that trying nece- to figure out that how necessity that kind of went away, and that's so they had to. Well, somebody that, at the company but... was sitting there like, "What are we going to do? We sold our last windmill for <laughs> for well, there, nobody's going to buy windmills anymore. They got these electric pumps that pump water now." Yeah, but I'm, tra- I'm trying to figure out like how did they get from that to guns all of a sudden though? Like they, somebody they just, sitting there said, "They threw a dart at the wall." I, I, guns, no, no, I have an idea. <laughs> we could tool up to make guns, and they're light, lighter to carry. Uh, so uh, here's the other one, too. In 1907, I-, I want you to guess what company this would become. Uh, Edward Murphy founded the Oakland Motor Car Company, and they would produce horse-drawn carriages. Now, the city that it was founded in is the name of the car company that it would become in 1917 when GM buys them out. Do you know which company that could be? Edward Murphy, 1907. It's na- uh, the company is later named after the city it was founded in. Do you have any guesses? Hmm. I'm thinking about that one. Do you want the state? I'll give you the state. Sure. Michigan. Oh, Michigan. So it's a city in Michigan, and it was founded in... Is it Dearborn? Pontiac. Oh, Pontiac. Oh, Pontiac there, got, oh. was uh, founded today. There was today. no car named Dearborn anyway, So, but yeah. I was like, wow, what's it? Pontiac, Michigan. That makes sense. That's yes. right. In Pontiac, Michigan, Edward Murphy founded the Oakland Motor Car in 1907, which began producing horse-drawn uh, carriages. In 1917, General Motors was founded and began buying companies in Flint, Michigan, and started spreading, and thus Pontiac was born. Gotcha. The car company there, actually. Yeah, yeah so. so Michigan was the... Uh, uh, um, where almost all cars came from initially. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah that's a good, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's all the fun facts you That was all the fun facts. Oh, today. it's yeah, easy but, peasy. Yeah, but, but you see, I, I, th- I hope I taught somebody out there. So there, well, there's our segment. Well, about. you did, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit Ron with the, hey, you know who, uh, what Opal used to do, the car company, what they did before? Mm-hmm. They sold sewing machines. Yeah. I, I don't know how that transitions, but just kind of like your well, windmill, windmills. You're to... spinning a wheel for sewing, right? Uh-huh. And thus you can transition that into a bike eventually too. With the whole spin. <laughs> no, I, I'm serious. I can see the correlation with that. I can't see the correlation between the windmill and the gun company. You know, I, I'll look again what, what company that was. I learned this about like a few months ago. Well, maybe they were making guns to shoot, shoot at vermin that would come around when they're building, 
building the windmill. The windmills, yeah, yeah so probably, probably. That's a possibility. You never know. All right, folks, we're talking about uh, all kinds, all kinds of great automotive stuff. But uh, uh, today, your car's transmission. So, um, one of that is one of those things you do not want to uh, have an issue with. It is an expensive repair. Only. Uh, Actually, probably one of the most expensive repairs you'll ever do on a vehicle, unless you have to put an engine in one. You put an engine in a car, it's usually more expensive than a transmission. Um, But the transmission is a complex mechanical system that controls the application of power from the engine to the drive shaft. So, really good stuff uh, as far as it goes. It experienced more wear and tear over time. Keep in mind, there's planetaries and gears going around and such thing consistently. By holding different items inside there through the planetary system is how you get at different gear ratios. So, um, major issues are bound to arise if your transmission is not well maintained. And that's one of the things that we preach a lot. Um, 18 to 20,000 miles is strongly, not a manufacturer recommendation, but our recommendation to service the transmission, replace the filter fluid, etc., um, the best you thing you can do to extend the life of your transmission. Um, it's kind of like if you're a person and, and, and eating right, you know, extends your life, uh, taking care of your transmission service in it, change the fluid and filter, uh, stay on top of it, keeps it clean. It is a hydraulic unit, which meaning, so there's valves and solenoids and everything that flows through it. And, and transmission fluid is highly detergent and it picks up contaminants. So as items wear little pieces of metal, little pieces of clutch material, stuff like that, it, it gets interlaced in the fluid and it's ran through the transmission consistently um, and continually, So, which can cause valve body wear because it's like sandpaper if it gets too dirty with the valve sliding on the other metal, uh, solenoids to plug, uh, uh, lip seals and O-ring wear because it's like, once again, sandpaper dragging it across these fine uh, sealing um, components, etc., and causes wear and tear, and that's what causes transmission failure most of the time. Almost 90% of the time is not a catastrophic initial failure. It's extended wear and tear from the fluid being contaminated over time. Keep the fluid and filter clean. Extend the life of your transmission. It's that simple. Uh, as we talk about different transmission problems and concerns for sure. Um, you find any fun transmission facts over there? Uh, no, <laughs> I didn't look that up. Sorry. I'll, uh, you're I'll, you're I'll, busy I'll... looking up other fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> Brendan gets on a... On, on a uh, Computer on, on a go- Google just... tangent. Yeah. So, uh, but some good things when it comes to determining what problems your car has may seem like an impossible task, but it's not. We do it all the time, um, uh, especially when it comes to transmission is- issues. And often we get vehicles in that uh, um, do not have uh, – um, people think it's a transmission issue. The problem with uh, cars these days is the engine and transmission works simultaneously together and, and the application together is so important that such, something such as a misfire from the engine can feel like a transmission e- issue or a mass airflow sensor issue uh, um, can cause uh, drivability concerns that feel like a transmission. Items like this. So um, it's for for you know so for instance if like your body you have a chest pain that could be point towards any number of health issues but if the chest pain exists in addition to difficulty breathing then it is much more likely that that asthma or something similar is the uh the cause automotive problems are diagnosed in a similar manner problems that involve mechanical systems typically exhibit distinct sensations sounds and act as indicators so, you know, when we look over things, we, we often, like I said, get vehicles in that people think are transmission. The worst case scenario for this is when somebody thinks they have a transmission problem and uh, um, it comes out to be uh, um, not a transmission problem in the end, but they've been someplace and somebody replaced the transmission thinking it was. They were thousands of dollars into a repair on a vehicle with a new transmission and it didn't fix the problem. And we've seen this. I've seen it happen for noise. BMWs used to be famous. We'd get them every now and then. They'd have, make this PCV whining noise, and it would be diagnosed as the front pump of the transmission was failing. And they'd go in and either replace the pump or replace the transmission. Guess what? The car still had the whining noise. Not a good thing. After about $8,000, wouldn't you be kind of upset? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, that's, I would be. That's a whole month paycheck, right? <clears throat> yeah, and then they'd end up, if, for us, for diagnosis, we diagnose and be like, well, it's a PVC system. It's a $800 repair versus an $8,000 repair. So um, uh, uh, 
the PCV system on those were way more integral than than the PCV that uh, 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 Bodie talked about on his Honda CRV last week. Because uh, on the BMWs, there you have to remove the intake, and there was several items that have to be replaced. It's a big repair, but much better to have that repair done and get rid of the noise than it was to uh, replace the transmission to find out that you didn't uh, didn't need one. So all good stuff. All right, folks, we're uh, talking all things transmission and everything automotive-related today. Uh, we're going to take our uh, last break here real quick. I want to remind you, you're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Thanks for joining me here at Auto Talk Radio. I do appreciate it as we're winding through this. Man, I tell you what, time goes by fast sometimes. I love talking about cars. Me too. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's, I learned something new. Do you, I, I looked up some transmission facts again too, like you wanted me to last segment. Oh, very um, cool. What you got? The 1904 Sturdivant uh, horseless carriage gearbox is often considered to be the first true automatic transmission. Okay. Uh, Never worked on one of those, got to yeah, be honest with you. I know. Uh, but the first mass-produced automatic transmission is from General Motors. Do you want to take a guess what it was by any chance? Was it a Dynaflow? Uh, hydromatic. Hydromatic. Hydromatic well, four-speed hydraulic automatic. Okay. Which was introduced in nineteen o or nineteen thirty-nine. Excuse me. So they uh, they called it a hydromatic. That yeah, and then they came up with the Dynaflow that they did. But but then later, like in the seventies and eighties, the three fifty trans was a turbo hydromatic. The uh, um, the uh, um, 400 turbo hydromatic and it actually said hydromatic on the pan of them all so um yeah so you're you're basically reading all the wikipedia page right now word for word oh i could yeah i did 700 r4 hydromatic (laughs) 4l60 4l80e um 6 6l90 there's and you go on and on and on there's so many different transmissions it was ridiculous you want to talk about front wheel drive ones now those were just rear wheel drive ones (laughs) Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah. and doing transmissions all these years. The newer ones, not so much now, but all those back in the day. Like if I saw a filter, I'd be like, "That's a four hundred. Oh, that's a four hundred deep. That that's in a deep pan. Uh, that that's a three fifty filter. Just that's by the design of it. On yeah, the, like, they're all different. They all look different. Or, or a Ford, you know, uh, that that that's a AOD filter. That's a uh, um, you know, we go on and on. A f- a four R one hundred. Now we're talking Ford trannies. Right. Hey, let's see what what other. You want to talk about some Dodge trannies? <laughs> we could if you want. <laughs> we yeah, can yeah. talk about those too if you want. <laughs> and so and and all the different. Uh, yeah, we used to. You know, there's so much different stuff now that, uh, um, um, we would often uh, um. But like sometimes we'd I'd buy a ton of used transmissions and we'd take good parts out of them for and we'd like rebuild those parts because they weren't totally blown up. So like like planetary things like that for right. when we're rebuilding transmissions, we'd have them in stock. But you guys don't do that anymore these days. Or, uh, well, we of, rebuild transmissions, yeah, but, but you don't buy like that. And the reason why is there's so many different applications you'd have. You'd have to have a warehouse full of stuff trying to gotcha. it's just not. It's not not cost effective way to do it anymore. So there, there are shops I do know for sure. I, I think we got a call from a listener a few weeks ago that still do that kind of stuff though. I, like uh, definitely up in L.A. for sure. Like what, a guy was telling me about. Well, there's, there's remanufacturing facilities now. Yeah. That yeah that actually that's all they do is like remanufacture transmissions mm-hmm. and then sell them and they do them for manufacturers and dealers and people like us to also buy them sometimes. But uh, um, and we still build transmissions here and there, but we buy the parts as we need them. We don't buy a bunch of core units to pull parts out of. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So just just a different thing. What what other fun fact did you find out? Uh, let's go to. I'll look at the dual clutch one here just for fun. Dual clutch transmission. That's a newer thing that we're using in the past ten years. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the a, Ford uh, Ford uh, um, Focuses have them. Uh, the very first car to ever use, use a dual clutch transmission is a 1961 Hillman Minx. 
Yeah, I've heard of that before. I've never seen one. I've never seen one either, but they look really nice. I want to go. I want to go to a classic car that show. Was, and that was that was one. probably a a, a, a luxury car. Uh, it says here that uh, the body itself was helped by Raymond Lowy Design Organization, who was also involved in the Studebaker as well yeah. in 1953. And I love Studebakers too. Yeah. So, so a lot of uh, fun facts about a lot of GM vehicles back in the 70s and stuff. Mm-hmm. You'll see the plate on them. It says body by Fisher. Oh, Okay. Have you ever seen that? I before? never looked at that. I got. So I'm going to look at that more Fitch, often now. So if you, yeah, it, yeah, the body by Fisher, a company named Fisher, designed uh, the bodies for a lot of the those cars. Right. So a lot of manufacturers didn't do everything in house back then. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, 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 they had different people did different things for them. Okay. So. I'm, I'm now. I'm going to go to a classic car show today. Later this is. Well, Are you? Well, well, maybe not in the rain. I'll wait till next weekend probably. But there's plenty of car shows every weekend in San oh, Diego. The, oh yeah. And I'll, I'll I'll take a look at the Fisher and see if it says Fisher anywhere on there. But it, you have to open the door. And it's oh. on the on the yeah, not on the outside. I thought it was on the outside. No, no but okay. it's on the step plate. You know, as you're getting in the car. Yeah, right there. That's where it says it. Okay. So if you see a car with the door open, you can take a yeah, look. Yeah, then I'll take yeah. a look. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. ask them. Can is this especially? It, it was GM cars, so 70s, 60s, maybe some 80s too. I don't know. So 70s and 60s for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you see one of those, just ask the person. Oh, can you open the door? Does it say "Body by Fisher" on it? Okay, I and never you, look at that. Report there. back. Okay, all right. Uh, it's all, right. all kinds of fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> just some good stuff good stuff were you going somewhere with the oh that oh, was a no, dual clutch that, that, that that's some, what we we're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. so yeah dual clutch transmissions they make auto stick transmissions they make i mean there's been all kinds of transmissions in the world oh yes and the key to all these transmissions is servicing them and taking care of them properly if you do so they will definitely uh uh for sure um, um last a lot longer it's what we what I call it is like buying insurance. So, uh, you know, so and if there is a problem getting it diagnosed properly and if there is a problem with your transmission, the minute you notice a problem with your transmission, it's a great time at that point to uh, um, get it figured out before it, you let it go because it can get more expensive if it's uh, something, you know. Um, yeah. You know, it's just get can save you a lot of money. If like a solenoid problem or something like that's going on, um, if you continue to operate it, it can cause the uh, um, transmission itself to fully fail internally or cause more internal damage to get more expensive. Transmission repairs or replacements are inconvenient, stressful, and typically uh, can be quite expensive. So it's a good idea to pay attention to any activity that seems unusual. Adhering to the recommended maintenance procedures, which we recommend uh, once again, uh, um, um, to service transmission 18 to 20,000 miles. If you do so, you definitely will uh, uh, um, um, extend the life of that transmission. There's no other thing you can do for it. So um, it's very important uh, uh, to uh, um, service it and keep it going. Otherwise, the, we do have a phase that uh, you will get a new transmission fluid uh, with every uh, transmission replacement, but it's an expensive way to go versus uh, uh, anything else. So all good stuff. Um, as we continue to uh, um, uh, talk about this, uh, that is the, uh, once again, servicing. I can't say enough about it. It's just a good way to go. Um, and it does extend the life of your transmission, and it is very inexpensive compared to the replacement or rebuilding of a transmission uh uh, it's just way less money. So definitely great stuff. Uh, if uh, you're having car trouble, it's important to know that the most common types of transmission problems are, are so that they can easily diagnose them. We, we do. Um, lack of response is one. Uh, ever notice that while driving the, the car, it hesitates or refuses to go into gear? Yeah, delayed entry into gear, um, delayed shifting, issues like that are a sign that you need to have the transmission looked at for sure. Um, when shifting into park or or, or uh, in or out, when shifting into drive or park, and there's a delay before you can feel the engagement, uh, can be a base concern. Uh, manual transmissions can have this problem too. Uh, RPMs going up, slipping. Usually, that's a clutch slipping and stuff. Uh, manual transmission service is very simple. Once again, you're running gears on gears, so we're, we we in bearings and. Hardening comes off and uh, little pieces of metal get into the fluid. So draining and replacing the fluid uh, can extend the life of your transmission heavily. That's the only thing you can do. Um, 
it's hard to say what uh, your car will sound like if there's a transmission problem, but one thing is for sure uh, you'll get a uh, I haven't ha- I haven't felt that a sound before or 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 feeling you know drivability feeling or hesitation or or whatever going on there that it's going to be something that you haven't found or or, or is not normal on your vehicle. So you'll, and, and all I can tell you when it comes to that is the best thing you can do is get it looked at properly, um, quickly versus letting it go, you know, humming, buzzing, whining noises, get them checked out. Uh, you know, and it, that can come from a manual or automatic transmission. Leaking fluid is another, uh, obviously one that you could, uh, you may not know where it comes from, but you'll know that, you know, uh, transmission fluid is always red, almost. Uh, some some are, are different, lighter color, but uh, um, and a leak is probably the most recognizable symptom and should be repaired as soon as possible. Running the transmission low on fluid, whether it be a manual or automatic, um, can cause a severe amount of damage uh, to the transmission and, and a total catastrophe if you lo- run it low enough for long enough. So um, it's very important uh, to make sure and address any leaks if you see them. Uh, it's light. The automatic transmission fluid is lifeblood of, of a transmission. Um, and same thing with uh, manual. It, it lubricates, cleans, conditions, seals, and acts as hydraulic fluid for automatics and uh, lubricates all the gears for a manual. Uh, without it, or even if it gets low, um, the transmission can be damaged severely, as we discussed. So it's usually bright red in color. And kind of clear, you can see through it. It smells somewhat sweet if everything's working correctly. If this is what you find on your driving, then all you need to do is fix fix the leak. That will uh, swim. If the fluid is dark or has a burnt smell, then it's time to get the fluid changed. Uh, we recommend changing the fluid long before it smells or having an issue. Um, some folks have said to me before at eighteen to 20,000 miles, oh, the fluid still looks good. That's the perfect time to service it. The perfect time to service it because you're removing the fluid that has some stuff suspended in you're putting new fluid into it and it hasn't been damaged yet so therefore the transmission's working well all the components are well lubricated and get and we want to keep it that way so and when you do a service on a transmission just a heads up you only get a third to half of the fluid out of the transmission especially an automatic because there's a torque converter that holds fluid and all that the only way to get all the fluid out is a complete fluid exchange and you also want to be careful about that. We never want to uh, a pressure flush a transmission or any of that. You, we do have machines that are that uh, we have at the West Automotive Group that if we need to exchange all the transmission fluid, um, we can do so. Uh, as far as uh, uh, that goes, but it's it, we don't put pressure into your transmission. It works off the transmission zone pump, supplies a reservoir of fluid for it to continually uh, uh, suck up brand new fluid and out the other. Um, cooler line comes the bad fluid where it's going to the cooler we disconnect that and run it to, into our reservoir to get rid of it so in doing so you can run the transmission and change out all the fluid now that's more expensive than just a service of course but if the fluid has started to discolor stuff it's a great time to do it and then stay on top of it and if you if you actually uh service your transmission every uh um 18 to twenty thousand miles you normally keep the fluid in real good looking or work order as far as that goes uh, uh so it's a great way to go so it is a regular service and stay on top of it versus that but if you need to exchange it all out then you can um let's talk about checking transmission fluid at this point now a lot of cars don't even have dipsticks we have to do it while it's running um and why it's uh um up in the air and some are done through the bottom of the pan some are done through a little uh uh um test port on the side of the transmission where we actually add fluid in until it runs out of that to make sure it's full uh it has to be done when it's warm and operating uh when it comes to an automatic transmission manual transmissions are easier uh, you just uh usually pull the plug out on the side of the transmission make sure the level is to the top there where it's supposed to be and it's good to go um but uh um it uh definitely is the lifeblood and definitely want to make it change out you can't you you can't uh um um, check the fluid level. Most people, because you have to put the car in the air, it has to be level. You have to be able to get underneath of it uh, these days. Um, they have removed the dipsticks from a lot of transmission. So I get people all the time who are like, oh, there's no place to check the trans fluid. That's, there is a place, but you have to know about it and know how to do it. 
Uh, and obviously, you want to be careful of randomly climbing under your car and taking plugs out of the side of the transmission. You get the wrong spot, and you can create one heck of an issue. There's no question about it um, with your vehicle. Back in the day, uh, uh, folks remember the GT Mustangs in the 80s, late 80s. Um, they had a Morgan Warner T5 transmission in them. And there was a plug on the driver's side rear that looked like a fill plug for the transmission. Unfortunately, it was not a fill plug. And you start taking that plug out, it, was, it held the reverse lever in fifth gear. Fifth gear and reverse lever, it was called. Um, and when that plug, you'd get it out, you'd hear a pwang. And, and if you did, and you really had to work at it because there was a clip on the end that's where it stuck through. It was quite long. And when it came out, that lever would fall to the bottom and you've had no fifth gear or reverse anymore. You could, you had one, one through four gears. That was it. Um, unfortunately we fixed a lot of those. And the reason why not from us doing it, we knew not to take that plug out. Um, but, uh, um, oil change places, quick, quick oil change places would remove that plug. They sell a transmission, manual transmission drain and refill. And they pull that plug out and the lever would fall to the bottom of the transmission. And, uh, once it did, then, uh, that was it. Got to take transmission out, take it apart to fix it. So all good stuff as far as that goes. Hey, man, I tell you what, you guys, we've burned up an hour here quickly talking about different things, transmission related and everything else. Uh, we do appreciate you joining us uh, always here. Um, you know, Auto Talk Radio, um, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy hearing from y'all and the input and everything that we get. Um, and you guys being part of uh, listening and tuning in is why they allow us to do this. That's one of the reasons that we really love to do it. So, and I hope I'm bringing you all great information with the transmission. But like I said, I do appreciate your calls with everything that uh, um, you call into and, and ask about and different items. Because sometimes there are things that I just know check uh, wise as far as car wise. And I don't really think too much about it until, uh, you know, one of you guys bring it up, you know, as far as that goes. So, uh, I guess the best thing would say on this segment is if you think you have a transmission problem, get into us, let it get it checked out. Otherwise, uh, you know, it could get expensive. San Diego and everybody out there, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up and, uh, just enjoy the weekend. And, uh, um, we look forward to seeing you next week back, uh, um, uh, after, uh, um, this week flies by. You've been listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego 1170. Until next week, take care, folks. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.